based out of the nation's capital and the most powerful city in the world. This is the podcast you didn't know you needed. Whether you're jogging past the MLK Memorial or you're riding the Ferris wheel at National Harbor, if you want to know about real estate in the D.C. metro area, this is the podcast for you. This is Sam in the City Podcast, and here's your host, Sam the Third. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Sam in the City Podcast. This is your host, Sam the Third. Let me start off by saying thank you to those who've been rocking with us since the beginning. We appreciate your support. And for those who just started, welcome to the family. The purpose of this podcast is to inform and educate folks about the real estate market in D.C. and Maryland from my point of view. You know we don't like wasting time, so let's get into it. Today's episode is about home inspections. Do you need one? Short answer, yes. So what is a home inspection? Generally speaking, a home inspection is a non-intrusive examination of real estate that you are under contract on or intend to purchase. This type of inspection generally costs between four and $600 and is conducted by a licensed certified home inspector. When I say non-intrusive, I generally mean that he's not going to be breaking any breaking into any walls, tearing up any floors. It's mainly surface level. The home inspector will uh, go into the attic. They'll go under the crawl space. They'll run various appliances such as washer, dryer, uh, dishwasher if there is one. They'll check electrical outlets. They will look at your roof. Uh, They'll make sure there aren't any leaks. They generally run a battery of tests and all types of operations to make sure that uh, the house you're purchasing is solid and in good shape. A good home inspector will also inform you if uh, there are any repairs or corrections that need to be made or if you need to keep your eye on something because it could require your attention in a few years. So when does the home inspection happen? Throughout my career, I've seen it uh, happen at various stages, but generally speaking, it happens once you put a property under contract. Once a contract has been ratified, meaning that both buyer and seller agree to terms, the buyer has a certain period of time that has been agreed to in which they will have this home inspection performed. Sometimes this period of time can be three days. It can be five days. It can be seven uh, or 10 days. Now, this is a special point of note. Depending on the buyer the seller, and the market, a home inspection can be done before the property goes under contract. But obviously, permission would need to be granted and that type of thing would need to be negotiated between the seller and the interested buyer. It's generally best that the seller or the listing agent give you uh, approval or permission or green light to be able to do it that way. Not to mention going this route could be risky for some buyers because you still have to pay for the home inspection in many cases. And if you pay for the home inspection and didn't get the property, well, that just sucks. But let me make sure I'm clear. 
My professional opinion is that you should always, 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 always get a home inspection on whatever property you intend to purchase. It could end up being the best and most important $400 to $600 you spent on this real estate transaction alone. I cannot stress this point enough. There have been too many horror stories and the horror stories are not worth it. Not only does a home inspection confirm the fact that you're purchasing a good house or reveal the fact that you're purchasing a house that's not so great, it can also prepare you for things that may come up that need to be addressed down the road. Just imagine if you don't do a home inspection because you want to save some money and you go and purchase the house. Imagine three months down the road. You've got a major repair that you could have been prepared for or could have even avoided. But you decided the four to six hundred dollars was too much to spend. It's not worth it, folks. And like I said in a previous episode, if you're going to purchase a house, get your mind right and commit. Let's move on. After the home inspection is conducted, generally speaking, the inspector will provide you with a comprehensive report within 24 to 48 hours after the inspection has been completed. Once you've reviewed these findings with your agent, you can then have them addressed by the seller and negotiate for those things to either be repaired or to negotiate some type of home inspection credit. Your agent should have the proper forms and know the process to get these items addressed. Now, you've got to understand this. Just because you have the right to ask, the seller also has the right to say no. It's up to you, your agent, the seller, and the seller's agent to figure out a path forward if there is one. Okay, now some of you might be saying, all right, Sam, I hear you on the home inspection, but I'm purchasing a brand new house. Nobody's owned it before. Everything's new. It's being built from the ground up. The builder is reputable. Nothing can go wrong, right? Listen to me close. To those of you who are in the new construction category, first, let me say congratulations. Next, let me remind you, get a home inspection. You've got to remember the contractors, the foremen, everybody that's working on your new build actually work for the builder. They work for the people that are selling you the home. It's usually their goal to get the house up as fast as possible and to get the house sold as quickly as possible. With these two goals, some things might get overlooked and it may not be intentional, but I would still suggest you have a home inspection conducted by a party, a licensed certified home inspector that you 
bring to the scene. It's nothing wrong with having a second pair, pair of eyes. Take a look at what you and your family intend to move into. In my opinion, it's always better to be safe than sorry. And if the builder tries to discourage you from doing one, that should be a red flag. Well, that's my take on home inspections. Hopefully we'll be able to get more into it when we have uh, one of our licensed home inspection partners come on the show. But until then, that's what I've got for now. Now for the Mumbo Sauce Report. You're listening, You're listening to, 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 to the, the Mumbo, Mumbo Sauce. Yeah, let me get three wings, french fries, salt, pepper, and Mumbo Sauce. This is the Mumbo Sauce Report. Here's the first restaurant review for the very first Mumbo Sauce Report. Check it out. So I was in the city and I was looking for a restaurant that was recommended to me uh, for some wings and Mumbo Sauce. And... I figured, how can you do the first mumbo sauce report without reviewing a place that has wings and mumbo sauce? Well, when I get to the restaurant, it's closed. As you can imagine, this was extremely disappointing because I was prepared. I was looking forward to uh, enjoying this place uh, and giving a review on its wings and mumbo sauce. I won't say the name because I do still intend to go by and check the place out. But after finding out that the initial restaurant was closed, I decided to go to a place in my old neighborhood right up the street from my junior high school, Paul Junior High School, which is now Paul Public Charter School. Ooze and Odd Soul Food Restaurant on Georgia Avenue. They've got two locations, one on Georgia Avenue in between the Andrews uh, Bank and the Walmart and one on U Street. So I park and then I walk in. The place was clean. The vibe was cool. And I was pleasantly greeted by a gentleman uh, who asked me uh, if I was there for takeout or to dine in. I told him I was there for takeout and he directed me towards the takeout cashier. They seem to have a pretty good system going. The cashier was nice. She greeted me pleasantly and I proceeded to place my order. Uh, I ordered the uh, chicken wings, the collard greens and the mac and cheese. It came with cornbread and uh, I ordered the uh, strawberry lemonade. That's just one of their signature lemonades. And I also ordered their peach cobbler. I was invited to sit down and while I waited for my order, they asked if I wanted my peach cobbler now or if I wanted to wait until my food came out. I I said, I'll take it now. And then they even asked me uh, if I wanted it warmed. So I, of course, said yes. Um, And they went to the back, warmed up my peach cobbler and brought it out to me while I waited for the rest of my food. After about 15 minutes, my food came out. Uh, and they brought it to me and I rolled out. Overall, I'd give this place a 9.2 out of 10. The service was great. The food was flavorful. The portions were satisfactory for the amount I spent. And listen, let me just say this. Those greens didn't miss. 
I would officially recommend stopping by Ooze and Oz Soul Food Restaurant on Georgia Avenue and check out what they've got to offer. I was thoroughly impressed with the entire experience. And I can assure you that I have every intention of going back to try out some of their other menu items. Now for more information and a few other events that are happening in the city. On February 2nd, the National Symphony Orchestra will be performing at the John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts. And starting February 4th, the PG County Basketball Clinic will be held at the Glendale Community Center from February 4th to March 4th. And I thought this was pretty cool since I used to collect sports cards and collectibles uh, when I was a kid, and I still do. Um, the Mid-Atlantic Sports Card Show is being held on February 4th at the Silver Spring Civic Building. So that's it for this week's Mumbo Sauce Report. Now we head over to Riddle Me This. Last week's riddle was, what is so delicate that saying its name breaks it? The answer is silence. Now for this week's riddle. As we always say, this is the interactive portion of the podcast. So if you're interested in sending us your answer, feel free to do so at our new email address. Sam in the city pod at gmail.com. This week's riddle is how do you make the number seven even without addition, subtraction, multiplication, or division? Okay, folks, that's the end of today's episode. I uh, hope you guys got some valuable information. Um, until next time, you guys be easy. I'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to Sam in the City Podcast with Sam the Third. Be sure to like and subscribe to Sam in the City so you don't miss out on future updates and episodes. Until next time, flavor your week with mumbo sauce and Old Bay. <laughs>